Hello and welcome, brothers and sisters. You are here with not one, but two sisters in Christ, and we welcome you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey guys, we pray that by the end of this episode, you have a more clear understanding of who you are in Jesus. This ministry is growing across all platforms and praise Jesus for that. Yes. And something that we do is shout out where you're listening from. So interact with us by commenting down below what city you're in. And with that said, let's hear those shout outs, Ava. Okay. Shout out to our listeners in Nashville, Tennessee, Baltimore, Maryland, and Cape Town, South Africa. Brothers and sisters, before we get into this episode, I have a serious question. Did you know that Two Sisters in Christ is on all major listening platforms? (laughs) I got you, didn't I? (laughs) But it is a serious question. Did you know that? And are you following? We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and now YouTube. Let's go. And if you want to stay up to date, click subscribe and follow down below. You can even send this episode to someone who is struggling with their identity. Because we all need a check. Amen. Okay, now let's get into our Bible trivia for this episode. Lexi? I thought we were going to sing it. I was ready. After after the last episode, you guys saw I'm Fire for Christ. You know, I was a little flat, so I'm not I'm not singing song in this oh time. <laughs> Maybe next episode. Okay, I'll go first, Lexi. Okay. Who said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks? Was it Paul, Jesus, Adam, or Samuel? Mm. Jesus. Correct. Okay. But- the one and only. Hey. The best. We love him. Always. That's okay. what our podcast is named for. Exactly. Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And his last name is not Christ, people. Oh, Lord. It's not. Or Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, and his initials, initials are not JC. <laughs> okay, this is a multiple choice question, Ava. Which is the will of God? Is it to imitate God? To walk in love? to be filled with the Spirit, or is it all of the above? It is all of the above. When you said the will of God, I'm like, okay, I know I got first Thessalonians in my head. Oh my gosh. But no, it is all of the above. Amen. Where is that from? This is from Ephesians chapter 5. Okay. Not mad at it. Mm -hmm. And I guess all of those qualities are listed in that chapter. (laughs) Well, that's always a good thing. Okay, Lexi, (laughs) let's pray so we can begin discussion. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for another opportunity to talk about Jesus. Thank you for the brothers and sisters and even the unbelievers that are going to be watching and listening to this. Yes, God. Holy Spirit, I pray that you fill us with your words that you want us to say. Speak through us and work through Ava and I as we talk about what it means and what it looks like to have an identity in Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the ways and for the many different ways you identify us as. And most importantly, we are yours. So through this conversation, remind everyone who is watching and listening 
who they are in Jesus, because yes, that Lord. is the most important identity we could ever have. Thank you, God, for this time we get to spend together. And thank you for blessing and encouraging our brothers and sisters in Christ. Let this message penetrate their hearts and let it re-energize their spiritual walk with you because they will have a deeper understanding of who they are in Jesus. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. And first things first, I have to thank God that I know my identity is in him because I have placed my identity in the things of this world. Right. And I've come up short every time. Every single time. Short, come up short, come up disappointed. Right. It's all fleeting. Yes. So with that being said, I will go ahead and read the first verse selected. I'm coming from the book of Romans. That is Romans chapter 14, verse 8. And I want to preface this verse by saying I selected this verse because it it really spoke to me mm-hmm. even further about my eternal identity. Mm-hmm. Here we go. And so this is Romans chapter 14 verse 8. If we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die for the Lord. So then whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. Amen. And that's beautiful. Because I appreciate what this verse says because it's live or die, one or the other. Right. We're either God's or our father is Satan. Jesus made it very clear. And I think this is such a, it has to be like a harsh distinction. Whether I live or whether I die, I belong to God. Mm -hmm. And that is so countercultural to the world system because the world will say find your identity in your job find your identity in your friend group find your identity in where you live what clothes you wear what kind of food you like to eat what you like to do on the weekends how many people you're in charge of how many social media followers you have and that's all we'll get into social media lord we'll get into social media this is a beautiful verse you chose ava because it the writer is saying, regardless, we are gods. Yes. No matter what happens. And I really like this verse because, like you said, it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we will all experience in this human life, it doesn't matter what uh, intersectionality you meet up at. We are all going to live and we're all going to die. 100%. So you have to ask, do I want to live for this world mm. or do I want to live for God? And something that always I was in my mind, like I wondered years ago before I was really on fire for Christ mm. was just about death. Like, mm. okay. what is that? <laughs> what happens? Right. Like, where am I going? Like all the things that come along with those type of thoughts. Mm. And once the Lord started to reveal how much of my identity was in the world and how much needed to be placed in him. Mm. I further saw myself living for the Lord. Amen. And I've come to the point now, if I die, I know where I'm going. I have, and I didn't used to have this. I did not used to have 100% peace Mm. about where my eternal home was. And if you're questioning where your eternal home is, you need to seriously speak with the Lord. Yes. You need to, if you're questioning if you're saved, 
jump in the Bible, if you're questioning these things, just like I was, that is showing you don't have as much of God in your life as you need to. Yeah. But once I put Jesus in his rightful place, which is first in my life, mm. my fear of death, the, the wonderings about death, just everything yes. went away. And so when this, when I was researching for this episode and I came across this verse, mm-hmm. I just thought, that, well, this sums it up perfectly. <laughs> in my identity, just like the verse says, at the end of the verse, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. So my identity is belonging to the Lord. Mm. That's where my identity is found in. Whether I'm alive, whether I'm dead, the Lord can never be taken from me. Yes. Like you said earlier, like see all these other things, your your occupation, your your social media following, right. the, the materialism, all of it's going to fade. Yes. Truly, only what we do for Christ will last. So if you really want to live, Jesus is the way. He's the only way to get to God, just like the Bible says. Amen. And what a strong sense of security that brings in not only reading this verse, Mm. but letting that penetrate your spirit and actually believe it. Because it's one thing to read about it and to know something, but it's a completely different experience to believe it. Because once we believe it, we live according to what we believe. I mean, that's just that's just how this how life works. Right. Regardless of how we live, we are living based off of some kind of belief. And if we really believe that we belong to the Lord, no matter what happens to this fleshly human finite body, yeah. I know who I belong to. I don't belong to money. I don't belong mm. to the city I live in, I don't belong. In- Shout out to Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> Go Chiefs. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Super Bowl champs. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> but it's so awesome because for me, like you said, Ava, before I really came into the knowing of who I was in Jesus, I did find my identity in all of those, literally everything else I listed. I, I won't, I don't say that coming from someone who hasn't experienced or identified with these things. And that's something Lexi and I really want to emphasize is that we have lived the wrong way and we can only girl. Yes, exactly. We can only talk about this because we have put Jesus in his rightful place, which is first. Mm. And that is the entire mission of two sisters in christ is to help you make jesus first in your life because we've seen the difference that putting christ first can make that having the holy spirit dwell within you can make that hearing from god the what difference hearing from god the father can make and it's possible but you're not going Mm. to be secure in your identity unless you find it in christ 100 percent I'm just now thinking about this and even because I've been, I believed in God since I was a child. So we are not new converts. Right. And also we come from a generational faith, like multi-generational from both sides of our family, which is a blessing. But the difference now, probably within the last five years of my life is actually coming into the true knowledge of who God was. More so now in this moment in time than I, than it's ever been. And so... Even back then when I wasn't as mature in my faith, yes, like I believed I belonged, like I was a child of God. 
like I believe in Jesus. I knew the Holy Spirit lived inside of me, but I didn't identify with it. Right. And because it was just of something right, I said. And even now we're we're at in our faith walk, we have so much peace in every situation because we know who we belong to. And that's not to say we still don't face trials, we still don't have challenges or, or seasons of unknown, mm-hmm. but we know who our source is and we know that we believe in our found in something greater than ourselves. And that is not something I truly grasp until you know, the the recent years. And right. so I'm really glad you brought this verse up, Ava, because it is a reminder for me and an encouragement for my spirit God. of where and who I belong to. Right. Because the world will try to get you trapped into all of these different identities, but all of it is vain and none of it lasts. None of it. Jesus, the word says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that is the truth. You won't always be working at the same job. You retire. Yeah. You won't always live in the same place. You'll probably move. You won't always have the same friends. They'll probably grow. You'll probably grow or, or leave them for whatever reason. Right. But the one thing that doesn't change is who God is and who you are in God. Yes. And we say it every, every episode. But this is a process. Yeah. You, ha- you have to. To give yourself grace if you're starting from the beginning and knowing and who you are in Jesus. Right. But also believe that if you really want to know, he will reveal that to you. Yeah. In it, his perfect time. Yes. And God is no respective person. Amen. It does not matter how old you are, how young you are, how much you have, how much you don't have. Mm. God's not looking at that. Amen. God is looking for people who will worship him in spirit and in truth. Yes. And that supersedes anything we can see with our physical eyes. It really does. Yes. And there's so much that goes into our identity. Mm. And you know, we live in the United States, which is hashtag capitalism, you know. Yes. And so in this society we live in, it is driven based off money. And that's something that is ingrained in this American society that your value is attached to a dollar sign. Mm. I mean, as as soon as we're born, we get social security cards (laughs) and there's a dollar sign attached to that. Uh, Girl, I'm serious. I know, I know. And yet there's a dollar sign attached to your value as a person with the World Bank. Mm. Really, this whole system is set up to have our identity attached to anything that is not Christ. And even to set a value on us. Yes. You can't put a value on being made in the image and likeness of God. Genesis 1, 27, I believe. You cannot put a, a monetary value on sharing qualities that the creator of the universe has. Yes. You can't put a dollar sign on that. I'm not reflecting demons. I'm not reflecting d- demonic things. I'm not mm-hmm. reflecting Satan. I'm not reflecting Lucifer, Baphomet, right. the angel of light, whatever. I am reflecting my father, my heavenly father. Amen. I'm reflecting Jesus. I am allowing the Holy Spirit to work through me as we mm-hmm. continue to cultivate an even closer relationship. And I love how you point out, Lexi, it is a process, Mm. but you have to be willing to say every day, here I am, Lord, and I'm going to try to live for you today. Right. Just like the verse says, if we live, we live for God. It's up. It is up. Yes. But if we die, we die. We die for the Lord. If 
I know where I'm going when I die. If I die, if my heart stops beating in my sleep tonight, I know where I'm going. Right. And that doesn't yeah. freak me out. I don't get right. anxiety. Like you said, perfect peace. Mm. But that only comes from having eternal security. Yes. And being secure in your relationship with God. Because if you don't know who God is, how will you be able to identify who you are in him? Right. And that's why it's really important to cultivate your own personal relationship with Jesus. Yes. And experience the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. But it first starts with you repenting and recognizing you need a savior. Yeah. Because it's through that humble stance, which me and Ava have experienced. And continually do. Yeah, and it's and that's why, you know, I'm just still looking at this verse. If we live, we live for the Lord. Every day that you exist, you are alive. And that is a day you can dedicate it to God. Even if you're by yourself, even yes. if you don't see one other singular human the entire 24 hours of the day. Even if everything is stacked up against you, mm-hmm. you can still choose to live for God. Because the world will say, oh, if you're going through a hard time, post about it on social media. Complain about it to everyone you see. Reach out to Try every to, single person you know and ask for prayer. It, it, start a pity party, right? Don't, and I'm talking don't about, seek the Lord. And I'm talking about Christians, because we are not supposed to hold unbelievers to the, to the same standard. Right. Amen. And so it comes from a place of taking yourself out of the picture and realizing the moment I accepted Jesus, my life is no longer my own. And so as a result of that, I have a choice of who to live for every single day. Yes. And I think hand in hand with identity, you have to know what the word says. Yes. I only know who I am because I know who Jesus is Mm -hmm. in this word. And I was just thinking like, if I was a person listening to you speak, well, how, how do I live for the Lord? Mm. You need to read the Bible and see the example that Jesus set. Start in the Gospels. Yes. Like you said, if everything's stacked up against you, you can still live for God. Yes. Everything was stacked up against Jesus. Literally Come. everything. <laughs> like- yes. And he was 100% God. He is 100% God. And he was 100% man. And with everything stacked up against him in full divinity, mm. he did not respond in his humanity. Right. He responded in the spirit yes. to his adversaries. He did not address everything. Some of you guys are losing sleep over things you, you really shouldn't be. Mm. Because if you knew who you were in Christ, you'd be sleeping like a baby. Man. When demons come up in the night trying to attack you, Jesus, peace out. Entity, leave. Right. Rebuke. That's real talk. Yeah. I've been through it. I've experienced it. Feeling a dark presence come in my room at three in the morning. I say the name of Jesus and like the wind coming in. Yes. I feel his presence even more powerful, even more tangible with me. It's it's that real. And you can be you can experience God as much as God as you want. Mm -hmm. He can be as he can be as real as you want him to be. Right. And I want to reiterate this in every episode that we do it's your choice god isn't going to make you live for him he's not going to make you surrender he's not going to make you repent right free will he, exactly he gave every single human free will and that's how much he loves us because he wants us to choose him man 
With that said, I will be reading my scripture that I chose. Let's go. And I am coming from the book of Philippians, or technically it's a letter, chapter 3, verse 20. And this Theologian. Is, hey, <laughs> and this is Paul speaking to the believers in Philippi. And I chose this verse because you kind of hinted at it earlier, Ava, how we are more than just the labels this world's put on us. We are more than this time we spend on earth Mm -hmm. because we know, and it's talked about in the book of Ecclesiastes, how life is but a vapor. Yes, This life on earth is so quick. And so it's much more important to recognize who you are in the eternal God than the 70 to 100 years you spend on this planet. We can't even say 70. Well, yeah. But not not anymore. Yeah, you can't. can't. As many people, yeah. Fentanyl, that's it. Go ahead, Lexi. Okay, (laughs) and verse 20 reads, But we are different, and by we he means believers, because our citizenship is in heaven. And from there, we can eagerly await the coming of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Our citizenship is not on earth. We are not citizens of the world as as the world system wants to label us as. We are citizens of heaven. And that is something we can't see right now. That is something we can't physically touch. But we know that is eternal. And that is long lasting. Yes. And that holds an infinite amount of more weight than us being human, than us being a man or a woman. And I appreciate Paul just making it plain. We don't belong to this world. We belong to heaven. We belong to God. Oh, do you know what song just came in my head that is a direct opposition to this verse? Oh, no. Michael what? Jackson. <gasps> We are the world. We are the children. I'm not a child of this world. I'm not the world. Mm-mm. Y'all better start looking at your music choices. They sold their souls for rock and roll. That's all I'm going to say. Look up the documentary. It, it, that's all I'm going to say. Good ministries. <laughs> yes. But just that we are the world. We are the children. I do not identify as a child of this world. Right. I am not reflecting the, the world. I am reflecting Christ. And that is so, like you said earlier, it's countercultural. It takes a while. I don't even want to say a while. It's a process for the Holy Spirit to deprogram and reprogram Mm -hmm. if you are willing and open and you allow him to. Yes. Truly. And I was thinking about the end of this verse too, you know, people are like, when is the rapture going to happen? Rapture happening in our lifetime. Rapture, rapture, rapture. Either way. Even if you live till an old age, like you said earlier, and die in your sleep, right. you are still awaiting the Lord Jesus coming. Right. Because one day we are all going to be seeing him face to face. Yes. And having my identity in Christ means I know him mm. and he knows me. Yes. Having your identity in Christ means you are now a co-heir of the Lord Jesus eternal honor and glory he chose to share that with us yes that's where my identity is 
My identity is not being able to problem solve. Mm. I do not identify with the traumas I've experienced yes. in this life. Come on. Because some of you are still identifying with childhood trauma and it's keeping you bound mm. in arrested development in the past. If you want to grow, you have to be able to leave everything behind. Yes. And I have an example in my life recently what that's looked like. Mm. So I am a, an op- entrepreneur, a business owner, and recently. I have just turned over the entirety of my business to God. And I I had already done that to a degree. You know, I do interior design, uh, furniture, upholstery, painting, everything. Pretty much anything you can do with your hands, I do it. She's very gifted. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. But I had always said, you know, what I do, I want people. This is literally what I've said to the Lord. Mm. God, I want to produce such good quality, such good things for people that it makes even non-believers say, wow, thank God for this. Mm. And that's the level I was at, right? Mm -hmm. But I've gone into an even deeper level with the Lord where I physically had to give it all up. He, He brought me to a point where I had all of the important information, my degrees, my certification, my awards, the national magazines I've been in, just everything. And he said, give, give it all up, throw, throw it all away. So my question to you, brothers and sisters is, do you identify more with your accomplishments and success than you identify with being God's child? Then Do you identify more with that than following Jesus? Because that is the request Jesus makes of all of us. Yes. Is to leave our old ways, to die to ourselves, to pick up our cross and follow him. And that's something the Holy Spirit had to ask me. As I was holding this stack of papers in my hands with my hands closed, Mm. I was holding it and just looking at it and seeing how much of my identity I placed in paper. I'm looking down at paper. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean. And the Holy Spirit said, throw it all away. And you know what I did? What'd you do? I didn't do it. Oh. I threw away the less imp- the things I deemed as less important, right? Mm-hmm. Threw that away like, okay, God, let's go. <laughs> Whatever. I did it. Hashtag disobedience. And so later, the next day, I received a business opportunity and I was unsure if I should do it or not. And all day I'm debating, like, mm-hmm, you know, Lord, what, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then the Holy Spirit said, you did not follow the instructions from yesterday. And that's why you're unclear about what to do. Wow. I was like, the instructions from yesterday? Oh, throw it all away. And I didn't. I was still holding on. Mm. And so I went back, got all the papers I was supposed to toss, and I actually threw it away. And I repented. And I was said, Lord, I'm sorry. I did not fully follow through with the instruction. And once I did that, clarity immediately came. Clarity comes when you repent. Yes. And repent means turn, turn from your ways. Yes. And he was calling me to get rid of these things so that my hands could be open to receive from him. I physically saw myself in the spirit holding on to my identity and what I deemed as important. And when I threw it away, I physically saw my hands open. And since then, I've received higher quality. And better opportunities for my business. Praise God. Truly. But like you said, it's a, this happened like three weeks ago, maybe. Right. So it's not like something we're not going through. We all, as you continue in this journey in life, you know, 
As you continue on this Christian journey, the Lord is going to call you to let go of things Mm. so he can fill you with what he wants in your life. Right. Your life may be less full like the world would deem, but who cares what the world thinks? If Christ is calling you, if the Holy Spirit is leading you in a certain way, be fully obedient. And if you haven't been, just repent. I, I, I partially followed instructions. I had to repent because I was like, Lord, that's not what you told me to do. I need mm-hmm. to go ahead and do the full thing. And once I did, clarity came. Wow. And I think it's important. I, I like that you said, you know, that's paired with obedience. Mm-hmm. And that's where the free will comes in. You have a choice. Am I going to choose to hold on to literally my old way of living? Or am I going to choose Jesus. Right. That's literally what it comes down to. There is no middle ground. There is no lukewarm. It's the same as doing things your own way. Right. And one thing about surrendering or letting go of anything for the for the cause of Christ, he will fill you and restore you more, way more than anything you had to leave behind for him. And that is something Ava and I have both experienced because we know the value of keeping Jesus first in our life because we have seen the fruit of our faith. Yeah. And this is something that is attainable for anybody. It doesn't matter what your past is. It doesn't matter what experiences you had or the bad connections you were a part of or the wrong environments that you chose to put yourself in. Repent and turn to Jesus. Because every day that we live, we have a choice to make. Am I going to live for God and identify as belonging to the Lord and being a citizen of heaven right now? Or am I going to choose to continue down a comfortable path and knowing what's ahead of me because I'm making my own plans? Because personally for me, most of my life, it was so much easier and comfortable to know the next step for any decision I made. I am a planner. I love knowing what is next. You are. I don't like the unknown. I don't like being in the gray area. So my sister's grown, y'all. That ain't her now. (laughs) Praise God. Because (laughs) adaptability was something the Holy Spirit had to mature in me because I had to come to a point, you know, okay, I'm making all these choices Mm. and I'm finding out that it's not taking me where I want to be. And the Holy Spirit really had to convict me to open my eyes once I was willing to see it because I didn't want to see it for a while. I had to be able to see my way is not working. Yeah. And when I thought about it, my way never worked because up until that point, I wasn't living in accordance to how he put it in the word, how he laid it out in the Bible. But once I let go of my way of living and abandoning my ways and my thoughts and my desires and my dreams and my plans and some people in my life, that is when the floodgates opened up for me. And now I'm standing in a place where I never thought I would be in my faith. And it's possible. I've seen it it in Ava's life. I've seen it in my life. God can move in your life, but you have to make the decision of where you choose to put your identity. That's true. And one thing the Bible says is do not conform to the ways of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. So I have to ask, how comfortable do you feel with the world? Mm. 
are you do you feel good about where things are going in the world do you feel similar to the world or like in philippians 3:20, are you different Mm. it says but we are different because our citizenship is in heaven are you more focused on stacking up riches in this life or are you more concerned about your eternal reward right are you more concerned about the knowledge of eternal things yes how god works in this world how he's calling you to relationship Mm. brothers and sisters we're calling you up we are calling you up in the name of jesus christ because we were called up yes and like you said lexi we've seen people's lives change and it goes outside of just the two of us right in our church community Man. Uh, uh, <laughs> no words. <laughs> but just, yeah, I can't even speak now. No, but leaving a speechless. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Emmanuel Church. But in our church community, like we have seen our fellow believers, our fellow brothers and sisters from old people to children completely change. Transformed. On the inside. And yes. that's where it starts. Yes. Because I found myself in a place where I was like, Lord, change everything around me. Lord, change everything around me. Lord, change everything around me. Like, I know this is going on. Change the situation. I know this is going on. Change the situation. But the whole time I was missing what he was trying to do, which Mm. was change me through the situations I was in. Yes. And if you've been praying that same incessant, repetitive prayer that God heard you pray the first time, ask him to show you, Lord, how do you want me to change? Because that's where the real work starts, is with yourself. It's not with somebody else. Amen. Truly. And no amount of someone pumping you up or telling you to do it is going to make you do it. You have to make the choice. Yeah. And the choice is yours. Like you said, Ava, we answered the call. The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. I know I was chosen. I I know I was chosen. (laughs) And you can answer that call because once we decided to answer the call, it was like, bam, 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 things lining up, things working out. Yes, you still face circumstances and challenges, but how you face them is completely different and Mm -hmm. you have so much more peace. Yes. And you'll continually go through the pruning process. Yes. The Lord wants to prune us so that we can produce more pleasing and acceptable fruit unto him. Amen. And what pruning looks like in your life is give it all up, Ava. Mm. Stop stop holding on to those papers that you've attached your identity to. Yes. Literally. Yeah. Or for you, it could look like you need to stop being so available to that person Mm. because you're placing your identity in your relationship and now you're in codependency in another human and not with the holy spirit and not on god Mm. there's so many different things so many different ways so many different avenues that we in our sin and our flesh place our identities in right and it's not god but god has called now god has called all believers to a higher standard of christian living yes not where you were last year. Mm. You you can look back on one year from now and be a completely transformed person. Man. If you really make the effort. Like I said earlier, you have to spend time in the word. There is no, oh, I'm not going to read my Bible, but I'm going to find my identity in Christ. That's not how it works. <laughs> no. Jesus, the, the way, the truth, and the life is found in these pages. If you really want to know what the truth is... Mm. 
It's Jesus. Amen. If you really want to follow a new way, a way that will lead you down the path of righteousness, mm. it's Jesus. Yes. It really is. And it's more than just, oh, I'm a, I'm a citizen of heaven. Okay. What does that mean, though? Exactly. What does that mean to you? Right. Does that even have real value? Right. Truly. And, and all the answers you are looking for is in the Bible. Yes. Your whole identity is in the word of God. It is not in a book. It is not in a conference. You don't find these things out. It is in the word of God. This has to be our life source. Because like you said, Ava, if we don't spend time in the word, we're never going to know who we are. And that's exactly what I experienced right. up until the last five years. Mm. I knew I believed in God and everything, but I didn't I did not know my identity like I did now. Right. And that it was only a result of me spending intentional a lot of time reading the word of God in a season where he allowed me to. Because once I decided to live for God, he literally gave me all the time that I needed to study his word and to show myself approved so that I knew who I was in Christ and lived according to that. Mm -hmm. And it's a process. Yeah. But every day you got to wake up. Okay, Lord, here I am. Holy Spirit, good morning. Have your way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but... Wow. Identity, identity, identity. So Lexi, what does identity in Christ, like, what does that mean for you? For me, identity in Christ is knowing that I have a source that goes outside of any human that I can call upon and lean on and ask for understanding and guidance for my life on Mm. this earth, that I have an, an eternal source for wisdom and knowledge and love because in peace and all the other fruits of the spirit yeah because i know who i belong to and as a result of that i'm filled with peace and knowledge and wisdom and love that only comes from knowing who god is and believing in who i am in god right so that is just a very short summary of what identity in Christ looks like for me. Praise God. Praise God. And like we said earlier, we can only talk about it because we've been through it. Mm -hmm. And the goal of two sisters in Christ is to help you, truly help you make Jesus first in your life and not just a part of it. 